Welcome back to Walking Our Path Together, a series of audio stories exploring Yukon College's reconciliation journey. This is Episode 9, Language. In this story, we'll visit a drop-in program at the college where Carolina Logan, a nursing student originally from Chile, and her family are learning about the Gwich'in language and culture by spending time with Elder Ruth Carroll. We'll also hear from other Yukoners about their connections to language and what it means to them. Usually this is when I pick it up. Now, let's go to the <laughs> oh, Harry no. Allen Lounge on the Iamdigit campus. It's a comfortable spot. There's fresh bread, hot tea in the kettle, and a spirited game of go fish <laughs> happening on the table. Carolina, her husband Nicholas, and their nine-year-old daughter Esperanza are learning how to say Gwich'in words and numbers by playing cards with their teacher, Ruth. I'm Esperanza Logan, and my mom was born in Chile, and my dad was born here in Canada. So I'm part Chilean and part Canadian. And I'm going to be um, 10 in August. We came last week, and we there was, like, bannock soup, and, uh, like, we learned, like, some words that are up there, that are up on that board. And we also heard stories from some of the uh, other people here. Like, in most places, you learn a lot from, like, you learn a lot from stories. Another reason I want to go here is because right now, I'm been, recently I've been learning a lot of languages, so I'm trying to learn as many as I can in case I come across people that speak other languages and I need to talk to them. Oh, sorry, Ruth Carroll Vashi. None. My name is Ruth Carroll. What's yours? Hetlitkuchenichi. <laughs> I'm from the Peel River area and Shahan Lucy Vashi, Shitti Abraham Vashi, Shitsi Chan, Amos Nechutli, and Gwitlokin Lei, Shitsi Shitsu Kat. Yeah, they're all my grandparents and my parents, and we have a big line of uh, people that before me. So what we're doing is we, we got a bunch of uh, words up there on the um, board. Just last week, the week before, we've been writing a few words in there. Uh, how do you greet people, you know? So it's all in which in and... Uh, my Gujin language is from the Peel River area, Tetlet Gujin. So that's what I teach uh, Old Crow and Alaskans and Tsige Chick people. They're all, uh, we all speak Gujin language, but our dialects are a little bit different. So what, we're, what you see written on the board is mostly Tetlet Gujin. And, and what, you know, when you know the language, we understand each other. Yeah, no big, no big uh, differences. And then um, when you know a little bit of something, it's good to share it. And those words came from one of our uncles in Old Crow many years ago. At that time, he said, it's good to speak up when you can, even if you just have a little bit, a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of something, share it, and pretty, pretty soon it becomes huge. It becomes like big, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. So 
when other people hear you, your story or whatever you're sharing, and then maybe one day they might run into something similar, you know, and then so they know, I know my grandfather or my uncle or this person I know have been through this before, and he seems okay, I'll be okay. You know, at the time it might be hard, but they know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That's how it is. So that's why it's important to just share what little bit you have, and that's what I'm doing here. I'm just sharing a bit of this and that. And it's part of learning a language, you know. Like when uh, years ago we were playing and and uh, we always used English when we played. But now with grandkids around and, uh, you know, sometimes students, I oh, uh, not only me, other teachers do the same thing where they use the numbers because they need to know the numbers. So... Uh, so that's important. And the good thing is that, um, you know, a lot of uh, young people in the past, and in the past they lost their languages. Some of them were not at home. Some of them were in uh, school, away from home at residential schools. So some of them lost their languages. And, and so nowadays you hear about reconciliation. You hear about, you know, the government is saying that, they are doing what they can to help us uh, regain some of the stuff that we lost. Very important uh, way of being and living. We lost that, they say. So we uh, were trying to get it back in different ways. So this is just one of the ways. Uh, language is one of it. Huh? So I can talk a little bit about uh, numbers and and even just saying the numbers, you know, uh, it gets people, like the students, they get to make the different sounds. We have all these different sounds in the language. And so, uh, and then as they're learning, they can uh, get to say, saying more words. Even if they don't learn much, um, a lot of times I heard the elders talk about uh, when they meet a young person, Sometimes they're walking down the street and they meet a young person. That young person is full of life and energy, and there's, they're saying things like Dringuinzi. Uh, just speaking a little bit of language, even if you just say, can say a few words, it can bring uh, some joy into somebody else's life, like especially with the elders. Sometimes the kids are picking up things like Nyat Inithan. My grandkids, they say that sometimes to me. What does that mean? Yet in Ethan, can I have some money? <laughs> of course, Gwich'in speakers may have noticed Ruth likes to joke around, and net in Ethan means I love you. My name is Angela Code, and I am Saisi Dene First Nation. I am originally from a small community called Tuduli Lake, Manitoba, and I live here in Whitehorse, Yukon. I think languages are beautiful. Um, you know, languages have been developed for thousands of years in the environment in which they grow in, and it's such a 
beautiful way to to see the world like it in a different lens like it's um it offers an, a window into someone else's worldview and it's so reflective of the environment in which it comes from and so i think languages are important because yeah it increases the human knowledge base because in learning a language like an like an indigenous language you learn so much more about the ecology and different animals and just like a different way of seeing the world like i know for for my native language deniatie when you learn more of the language you see how much it's connected to to hunting for example and particularly hunting caribou uh if i was to say it's slippery outside i'd say hodal zut and that the del is in reference to blood and like when you're skinning uh an animal you know that um you know if you come across like the blood clot or something it's very slippery and so in everyday use like hotels it like it's slippery outside like it's um it's in reference to that aspect of our culture which i think is really cool yeah i think i think it's really great for your your own identity as well when you know your language and you're able to to use it, it it creates a bond between you and the person that you're speaking to and to your ancestors and it just really strengthens your cultural identity and for non-indigenous people learning to speak an indigenous language it um it really i don't know makes you respect the territory that you live in and you know it gives you a broader understanding of of the world and various peoples and i think yeah i think languages are beautiful and the more you learn like the the better yes good morning uh, my name is Gerald Isaac i'm uh, uh a Hanwhichin First Nation elder and uh, citizen. And I uh, was born and raised in Dawson City, and uh, my early formative years was in the village of Mooseide, uh, three miles below Dawson City. I was raised and adopted by my grandmother. And uh, her name is Eliza Isaac, and uh, that uh, was my beginning. My first language is Hanwhichin, of course, and uh, when we went to public school, when we relocated from the village to Dawson City, we enrolled in the public school and uh, were required to learn and speak English. It's a matter of uh, survival. It's a matter of identity. It's a matter of maintaining who you are, where you came from, and where you're going. Without that, uh, without your language, you have no identity, you have no culture. It's a uh, a fait accompli of uh, an introduction of uh, uh, students to the Indian residential school. You lose your language, you lose your culture, you lose your way of life. So it's a must, it's a survival. Even if you could speak uh, a few words, how are you? What's the weather like? Ah, when it got, what's the weather like? Ah, it's raining or snowing. Or foggy, or sunshiny. You see that in your language. What's your name? And how are you? Nanjitawanche. How are you? Well, if you can say a few words like that, and you can say in, in, in response, say, "Shanjitawanzo," that means I'm feeling very good today. Nanyu, how about you? 
How do you feel? So if you can say a few words like that, and you know, make reference to uh, some use of your language, it's, it's invigorating. It's uh, satisfying to be able to use your language. When I was involved in uh, promoting and, and uh, recording and, and um, saving languages, the battle cry was, you either use your language or you lose your language. That's the bottom line. That's it. Back at the college at the Gwich'in drop-in evening, the card game is just finishing up. Uh-huh. There! Let's just count, like that. count your pairs. Who's got the most? I have nine. Nekai. Tick. Dang. Openly. Nekai tick. I also have nine. That's it. Nekai. dang. It's like two, ten. Thirteen? Ten. Ten? Yeah. She oh, won. Ruth won. Yoo-hoo! Again! <laughs> <laughs> we are humbled and grateful to the knowledgeable Yukoners who took their time to be a part of this project and to help tell this story. This audio story was produced by Leanne Chalikoff for Yukon College. Original music is by Jonah Barr. Find us on iTunes or look for the next episode at rpath.yukoncollege.yk.ca. And while you're there, you can sign up for notifications when a new story is released.